Well, hello, my friend. Praise God. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for joining me today. And may God's blessings and favor abound in your life. Hey, today I want to talk about our ability to see good even in our bad. I will be ministering from Philippians chapter 1, and I will be using the NASB version of the Bible. Sometimes it's hard for us to see good in bad situations. But when you are a Christian, even your bad times are seasoned with some good. Think about this. The Bible says God makes all things work together for our good. So that means that even when things are bad, God is causing them to trend towards something good. One of the purposes of the word of God is to help us change our perspective on life and our experiences in life. And the question today is, can we see good in our bad while we are going through our bad? I believe that one of the reasons Paul the Apostle was such a dynamic servant of God was because he understood that it was not just about him. What God was doing was bigger than he was. So even when life was trying for him, he saw good things happening. Let's look at what he says in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 12. He says, I want you to know, brethren, that my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel. Now, it's important to remember where Paul was at the time he wrote these words. He was in jail. That's what he means in verse 12 when he says, my circumstances. He says, my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel. So Paul was not going from place to place preaching at this time. Nope, he was in jail. And he says that through what happened to him, the gospel was being furthered. The catalyst for the gospel advancing when Paul was imprisoned was the widespread publicity resulting from his sufferings for Christ. He says in verse 13, so that my imprisonment in the cause of Christ has become well known throughout the whole Praetorian God and to everyone else. Now the Praetorian God was a unit of the Roman army. Remember, Paul was in the Roman jail. Now, Think about whom we are talking about. The Lord's most influential apostle. I can tell you that when he became imprisoned, this was news in all the Christian churches in the known world at that time. And God can take something like that and use it for his glory. You know, too often 
when things become difficult for us, all we can see and think about and talk about is what we are going through. But again, God can take something like that and use it for his glory. And that's exactly what God did in this case. Verse 14, most of the brethren trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. So Paul was in jail. He was the one who had requested to be taken before Caesar to make his appeal. He is still preaching while in prison. And as the news spread about Paul's imprisonment and his boldness, other ministers became emboldened by his boldness. They were emboldened to preach the gospel without fear. This is an example of how God used something that was bad for something good. But now Paul makes it clear that not everyone who went out preaching as a result of his imprisonment was doing so with the right motives. Now this, what I am about to say, gets at the very heart of this message. So follow me through beginning at verse 15. Verse 15, some, to be sure, are preaching Christ even from envy and strife, but some also from goodwill. Verse 16, the latter do it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. Verse 17, the former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition rather than from pure motives thinking to cause me distress in my imprisonment. Clearly, for some of those who were motivated to preach, their motives were not right. And based upon what I just read, Paul acknowledged that. He wasn't ignorant of that. He acknowledged that. Some of them went out and preached to add to his misery and his affliction while he was in jail. Some of them used the occasion of Paul's imprisonment to go out and to challenge his message. And he was in prison and he couldn't defend the gospel that God had called him to preach. So there were some bad things happening as a result of the fallout from Paul's imprisonment. But listen to his perspective on the situation. In verse 18, he says, what then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. Now that's what I'm talking about. Paul was not lamenting the situation. He was able to see good even in the bad. He says some of them are preaching with integrity and truth, some of them are preaching in false pretense. But through it all, Christ is preached, and for that I will rejoice. 
Paul is saying, I am going to rejoice in the good in the midst of the bad. So put yourself in Paul the Apostle's shoes. You are the world's most influential Christian leader, but now you are in jail. You're no longer free to go about preaching the gospel. What would be your state of mind in a situation like that? Of course, that's a bad situation. And this message is not a call to deny that or to deny our realities. The question is, can we see good even in our bad? My friend, there is a word in the Bible for what we are talking about. It's called faith. A biblical definition of faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, the word substance in that definition refers to something that underlies or undergird something else. You see, faith is not wishful thinking. When we have faith, there is something that underlies, undergirds our hope or our expectations. In other words, faith is being confident about what we hope for. The last part of the verse says that faith is the evidence of things not seen. It's having a conviction about the unseen. Faith is not a function of what we see. Faith enables us to embrace a reality that's beyond what we can see. And it is our faith in God that enables us to see good even in our bad. In Luke chapter 21, Jesus tells his disciples about some of the signs that will come upon the earth as we near his return. And he says the heart of men will fail because of the fear of the things they see in the sky and upon the earth. But Jesus reminded them, his disciples, that good will exist in this bad. He says in verse 28 of Luke chapter 21, lift up your heads because your redemption draweth nigh. So even though we see all the signs of the Lord's return, and even though they will become more dreadful as we get near, there is good happening even in the bad. Every one of us is going to be challenged by life at one time or another. If Paul the Apostle was challenged as he was, you know we will be as well. But I want you to know that the things God allows us to endure are not just about us. They are bigger than we are. And sometimes, sometimes God is working out his best in us through the bad things he allows us to go through. Of course, we take our struggles in life personally but oftentimes it's not just about us. But what God is doing in our life is bigger than our little world. He's always up to something good. And if we are living by faith, we will be able to see good even in our bad. Hallelujah, praise God. 
Hey, listen, I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. I hope that you were blessed during our time together as we talked about seeing good in our bad. My friend, I want you to know that even your bad times are seasoned with something good. Amen. Well, until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.